At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two of Big Bets here on VSIN. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming to you from South Point Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. A couple things I want to say about yesterday's show. We had Matt Humans on, and he was helping break down Purdue and uh, Penn State. And one of his keys in the analysis was Aiden O'Connell got married in the offseason. Yeah. And as he pointed out, 0-1 since the marriage. So just remember that. that, that those are the types of in-depth uh, analysis you're not going to get at any other network. And I kept thinking about that as, as the game was going on last night. And then, of course, I think they jinxed O'Connell. They showed a wedding picture with like his offensive yeah. lineman as the groomsman. And then the, the, the wife or the bride was, I'm never married, so I don't know how these things work, snapping the ball. Tayden O'Connell, and then it was almost at that point where it started to go bad for Purdue. Not saying that 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 affected the outcome of the game, but it might have. Second point is Andy Murray just won that pivotal 11th game, and it's 6-5 now in the third. Uh, So those numbers are switching here. Uh, Right now, plus $1.15 for Andy Murray to win this third set. But really what caught my attention, I've never seen Andy Murray fired up like that. Come on! Yelling at the New York City crowd, getting everybody into it. Who is this guy? I'm going to tell you right now, Andy knows he's got a shot in this match if he wins this one. I need him to get through the third set. I took him at plus uh, 10 to 1 right now. Oh. I said, listen, he wins the breaker. He's going to come back in the next set. What's going to come down to that third set tiebreak? Yeah, if I can get through that, then I can go the other way or just wait because I'm going to tell you, Mateo may go off the boil. Uh-oh. We talk about body language. Individual sports, sometimes you can get a read on them here. Yeah. So let's see if Mateo can at least get to that tiebreak. He's serving uh, up 30-15 here in that 12th game of the third set. So much college football to get through here yeah. in hour number two of Big Bets. I do want to go to the Saturday board uh, a little bit. A game that we have talked about, but I want to talk about a little bit more in depth, is Cincinnati against Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned to me during the week that you think Sam Pittman, the job he's done down there down uh, with Pig Suey, one of the best jobs in the country. Tell me who Arkansas should be this year. Luke Fickle, Cincinnati, a, you know, college football playoff team a year ago, they're getting seven. I think people might go, my goodness, I got to hop on that. Is it buyer beware? Because, look, we, we know, obviously, Ritter's uh, playing with the ATL now in the NFL. What do you make of this number? Because it feels big if you just go off, obviously, what we saw last year. You're absolutely right. And, look, Cincinnati has not announced a starter, and Luke Fickle, to his credit, I wish more coaches would do this. From our standpoint, it hurts us from a betting standpoint yep. a little bit. Uh, excuse me, whether it's going to be Ben Bryant or Evan Prater who's going to get the start for Cincinnati. So they have not declared who it's going to be. 
Uh, but for me, the big thing is, I, I look at this Razorback team. You've got four of your five leading rushers back from last year. Remember, K.J. Jefferson was the leading rusher for this team at quarterback. Mm. They're very balanced. Raheem Sanders, Johnson as well. The big loss is going to be Traylon Burks, the wide receiver position. But defensively, I think Sam Pittman does a tremendous job. Uh, for me, I, I stayed off this game. I, I'll tell you what, though. This is going to be a tough, tough game. I think he's got that program rebounding. Eric Musselman with the basketball side. Yeah. Things are really going well in Northwest Arkansas. Fayetteville's a beautiful place if you haven't been down there to go check out a game. But this is going to be a tough one for the Bearcats. They lost a lot of talent from last year, Dave. I think the Razorbacks are cha- – look, they're going to look at and they're going to go. They're going to be a physical team. They saw Alabama. They were able to out-physical Cincinnati at the line of scrimmage. I think it's going to be a similar situation here if you are Woo Pig Suey. Okay, here's a spot where people are going to see Arkansas minus seven. Yes. And you know what they're going to say? Well, I got to tease it down to one. Could, no, you sir. Please, could you please educate the maybe the newbies here to the college football uh, landscape and why betting teasers in college is not the same as the NFL? Yeah, so a couple things to break down. First of all, in the NFL, a six-point teaser is now minus 120 in most places, and I'm going based on Las Vegas. And a teaser in college football at six points is even money. So that already tells you right there that they feel there's an edge in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, and Jimmy Vaccaro has talked about this a lot here, one of the bookmakers at the South Point, in terms of college football, you can you can win if you take a separate teaser this weekend on this one or that one. The reason why you don't want to do it long-term is in college, we see such a discrepancy in scoring. We saw it last night with Tennessee and Ball State. I think the line was 36. Mm-hmm. Tennessee scores about 3 million points. <laughs> um, so in a game like this, yeah, you might get a tease and might win this, but then you got to win another one. I'll give you a perfect example. I did it one year. There was a game between Michigan State and the Illini, and I teased Sparty from like 7-1 to one on the road against Illinois. They won only by 37. And, you know, the other game I lost. And it's like if I just lay the seven points instead of being afraid of it, it was just ridiculous. So I think that's something you have oh, to yeah. take into consideration and pay attention to when you look at these matchups. Long term, you don't want to make that play in college football. Um, you know, sometimes you might have a game where you say, I like the money line. You could take a two-team money line parlay. It's similar to that, but I think it's a little bit different because six, remember, if the line is 12, you tease it down to six, you're not impacting enough. In college, we see such a variance in the scoring. Pro tip. Do not bet teasers in college football, period. And I know people are going to go, oh, but I won it yesterday. I did it long term. Correct. I think you just laid out why that is not a successful business model going forward. We have breaking news. I swear we're going to get to the rest of the card on Saturday throughout the show. But this is rather significant. This comes to us from Pete Thamel, Blue Verify Checkmark. The 12-team model is expected to start in 20. 26 after the current contract, according to a source. We don't know who that source is. There's still a chance that it could go earlier, but those details are complicated and would take some time to work out. Sources. The CFB Board of Managers has decided on a 12-team college football playoff during today's meeting. There it is, kids. We're going up. No longer will we be at four. Let me just tell you, this will be my get-off-my-lawn moment. It's a bad decision. Look, I'm going to watch. Of course I'm going to watch. I'm going to bet it. Of course I'm going to bet it. I'm going to enjoy it when we get there. I understand all of those things. The four is what makes it hard. It should be hard to get in. Cincinnati got in last year. And now we're going to expand to 12. Hello, water. And I'll go ahead and water that puppy down. Because now you give me odds on Alabama to make the college football playoff. What are they going to be when it's a 12-team format? Minus $5? This is insanity. But of course we were going to go there. Uh, you bring up a great point. I love your rant. And I completely agree with that. I thought the simplest model was this. You take the five power five leagues. Now, it's going to change, obviously, with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten. But to me, it should have been a scenario where you take the conference champion, whoever wins their conference championship, you take one group of five team, and then you take two at-larges, which probably are going to come from the power five. But let's say you had a year where Cincinnati and somebody else like a Boise or San Diego State, whomever it may be, uh, they have an opportunity to get in. Let's get eight teams in. It's a simple scenario. 12, you're, now you're going to give a buy. I, I'm just not a big fan of the 12. Y- you know what? Listen, why don't we just say, hey, we're here for the money. Thank you, Amal. Because, look, I've said this every year about the college football playoff. And, by the way, I was a big proponent of going. Mm-hmm. Not that I have a vote. It doesn't really matter. But I was a big proponent of them going to a college football playoff. Right? The, yeah. I, I thought the BCS, say what you want. You had the top two. It didn't always work out. You tell me, since the advent of the college football playoff, just tell me one year they got it wrong. Tell me one year where the champion— 2015. 
Who won it then? Alabama won it. I'm not saying that they wouldn't have won it, but Michigan State got in over that win in the rain in Columbus. Ohio State's had six guys on that team sign $90 million contracts in the pros. That one loss, to me, the problem is in college football, and this goes back to uh, Kelly's team getting away in twice, once against Oklahoma and once against Tennessee where they had no business being in, Mr. Free Shoes. You're going to come here. at me like that, Dave, when he's making an excuse for why Ohio State should have been in the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys got in. You lost <laughs> NC State. Marcus Austin was your quarterback. Bob Greasy made a great point. He goes, this guy's only going to start one game in his career at Florida State. That was it. And they lose to T. Martin in Tennessee. But the bottom line is we were arguing fours and fives. We never argued who the best team was at the end of the year, Alabama, right? That's, so th- that's fair. So, so my thing is this. That's fair. If the objective is for the college football playoff, oh. So TCU, TCU, the first one, should have gotten in over Ohio in. State. Yes, over I, Ohio State, they should have gotten in. Yes, you can make arguments as a team that should yes. have gotten in, but I don't think TCU was the best team, right? No, but you can't win a game by 50 and drop in the rankings. That's absurd. It is absurd. But if the objective is to identify the best team, they've done a good job of identifying the best team in college football at the end of the year. Now, it's about the money. It's just about the money. So now we're going to have to expand it to 12. So who's going to get in? UCLA? Hey. Like, oh, this, like we, had, we had since that in last year. This is insanity. All right, Kelly, I just want you to record September 2nd at 1210 uh, Pacific time. When Syracuse is on the bubble in March, I want you to replay this back. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, we should expand yeah. it to 36. Yeah. The, the one I can tell you, because we talked to Chris Andrews this morning on a numbers game, we brought up this exact subject about them expanding the college football playoff. His initial reaction, as as bookmakers, they love it because sure, the of amount course. of betting that comes in on these college football playoffs is exponentially more than on a sack. Obviously, he's a Florida State grad. Captain Obvious over here telling, telling us people like money. Yeah, and like, like I said, at the, at the outset of it, once we saw that breaking news, I'm going to be intrigued by it. It's not that it, it's not going it, – it'll work. But let's call it what it is. It's like live golf. Let's call it what it is. It's about the money. So if it's just about the money, it's not about the kids expanding the season. Oh, we got to get rid of midterms and exam. They don't care about any of that stuff. They tell you that all the time. It doesn't matter. Let's just go ahead and play into February. It doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's just about money. If we just be honest about it, then we can all move on with our lives. No, they think if you close your eyes, the fire goes away. They're right. It's, but mean, they're going to tell you at some point it's about Kids. Yeah, right. It's never about the kids. So, again, this, I think, just cements Alabama's entrance in the college football playoff in, in, in eternity. It's just they're, they're always going to be in there because that's the way it's going to look. So, like, you have these numbers. We have these numbers this year about, you know, winning the national championship, getting to the college football playoff. You can get pretty good numbers. Wait till this thing goes to 12. If, if this were a five-team playoff, I'm sorry, a 12-team playoff this year with Bama, I would say take them up to minus 5,000. To, to get they're, the they're not losing three games. Correct. We're gonna have. We're gonna have. We will have three lost teams in the college football playoff come 2026. Yep. Absolutely right. Book it, Dano. It's <laughs> a really old reference. Hawaii Five O. We will talk more college football in Week One. By the way, they're in the third set tiebreak. What's the number you got? Ten to one. Ten to one. Yeah. Andy Murray has life, kids. He's up a mini break. No, he's up a double mini break. 5-1. 5-1 right now. They're loving it in Flushing Meadows. You got to pay more for the S. <laughs> Come back. More college football talk and beyond. We'll keep an eye on what's going on there uh, at the United States Open because it's getting interesting right now. Those live numbers are changing. We'll update those. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know the money and bets are moving for every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes in all of the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Back alongside of Shaw, I am Dave Ross. We roll on with big bets here on VSIN. We've got drama in Flushing Meadows. Andy Murray has won that third set tiebreak. Amal Shaw, you were right on it. You took a good live number at 10 to 1. Guess what the number is now? That Murray has won the third set 7-6. I believe 7-1 in that breaker. I'm going to say probably uh, Berrettini somewhere 5 to 6 to 1. You're pretty good at this. Berrettini's minus 550. Murray plus 350. I, I like this new and improved 36-year-old Andy Murray. <laughs> A lot of fist pumps. The crowd's behind him. He's the favorite. Not the, he's not the betting favorite. The fan favorite right now in New York City. They're getting behind him like he's John P. McEnroe. Well, first of all, I love the fact that uh, when he won the third set, he looks over at his box and he was mad because they weren't standing up and cheering. You know, that's a weird thing in, in tennis. It like is. We see it with, uh, with Nick Kyrgios all the time. Like, the box has got to do what the player wants or else the player gets mad at the box. Like, Dude, I can't play for you. Like, you got to do that. I can cheer you on. But what, I got to stand? It's like whenever they do the State of the Unions, and everybody's going to stand up when somebody claps. Like, dude, it's a long match. Can I just sit here and enjoy it? Hey, I would agree with you. But I like it when they get fired up. Gives energy to the player. And uh, I'm sure Berrettini's going to walk off now for a minute, try to regroup. Regroup, but I'll tell you what, Dave. Uh, hang dog for the Italian. Yeah, it's going to be important in the first couple of service games because I'm telling you, Andy's going to go f- try and get a break of serve here in the first or second service game for Berrettini. But by the way, he still has not broken Berrettini. He gets the mini breaks in the tie break to win that one seven one. And we were at John Goulet's, and he's like, "What's a, a mini break?" Well, well, all it is is you you serve once for those that don't understand the tie break system, and then you're gonna you're gonna serve twice on your serve. Those points, when you lose those points on your two serves that you have in a tie break, is considered a mini break if I get one of them. You get both of them, we're cooking with gas, <laughs> as we were with Andy Murray. Uh, let's get like back to, to Saturday's card. Oregon's against Georgia. Yes, sir. On Saturday, it's going to be a very interesting one. Game one for Dan Lanning as the new man taking over for Mario Cristobal, who's gone back to his alma mater at the U in Miami. Now we're going to go, okay, 16 and a half. We're getting some money coming in on the quack attack because this was over 17 and 17 and a half, up as high as 18 earlier in the week. Now down to 16 and a half at total right around 54. What do you make this matchup? Yeah, so when we had Steve Mackin on the other day, he's got a system in which he looks at values assigned to a new head coach, yes. coordinators on both sides, and a new quarterback. And the Georgia fit the system for him because you've got Bo Nix taking over. You've got Dan Lanning, which you alluded to, goes from the, being the defensive coordinator at Georgia to Oregon. But I have to tell you, when I look at this team, Oregon's got seven returning starters on both sides of the ball. Uh, I think they're going to be dangerous. Now, the key for me is, can the Oregon offensive line, which got pushed around not once but twice by Mm -hmm. Utah, can they stand up to an elite-level offensive line in Georgia? That's really where we're going to find out real quick where the rubber meets the road. I don't think it's going to be the type of game we saw between Alabama and Miami last year in Atlanta in the same stadium. For me... This is one where I would be looking at the Ducks plus the points. I haven't played this one yet, now down to 16 and a half. 
But again, Dave, the reason why the in-game is such a better opportunity, especially in the early weeks of the season, because of the transfer portal, teams get decimated in different ways than they have in the past. Jermaine Burton, your best returning receiver, switches teams and goes to Tuscaloosa, the team you just beat to win the national championship. Defensively, you lose a ton of guys. You've got Nolan Smith, who's going to be a top 10 pick probably. Yeah. Jalen Carter could potentially be the first pick in the draft from that Georgia defensive line, but you've got to replace eight starters. Tyreek Smith will be back in that secondary. I like him a lot. I thought he was a great acquisition when he came over from the Mounties. But I still have question marks because I think Oregon's going to put some pressure. Bo Nix has something to prove. They've got some playmakers on this team. They've got athletes. It will not be an easy game. I am really looking forward to this game. Forget the spread from a, just an overall matchup standpoint. This should be an intriguing game to watch. Bo Nix. What's he, like 40? It's amazing. Like, Bo Nix has never won a big SEC game. Well, That's you, what they'll tell you down there in War Eagle territory. I'm not going to crush Bo Nix because his dad made my all-time favorite play in SEC history. Frank Sanders back in the end zone, 94 oh against Florida. Unbelievable. Great recall. Uh, and by the way, yes, that number has gone down to 16 and a half here. And a pro tip there from Mall as well. In-game betting early on in college football season can be very profitable. I, I want to expand on what you said, Dave. We talked about this at length, and I thought – the greatest game we may have ever seen from a betting standpoint, just to give you an idea, West Virginia-Pittsburgh, the oh, back and man. forth. You could have gotten Pittsburgh at so many plus numbers throughout that game. You could have gotten Purdue plus 10.5 in that game. The point being is in games that you feel are going to be close or tight, and I said yesterday, I'm not looking to pick a game where it's 3.5 and, and I feel like it's going to come down to that. Whether you had Penn State or Purdue yesterday, it just really was one possession, one play could have gone either way. So when you have an opportunity to get better numbers – Purdue plus four and a half was a winner. Now, you could have middled the game when it was yes. sitting at four. I mean, you, you could have done it so many different ways. And again, if you see those extremes happening, you're anticipating the market, you're seeing where the numbers are going, depending on what you have in pocket before the game starts, I think you can sit back, grab a cold one, you a water, and just enjoy the rest of the game because you've already locked in profit, and that's what we're trying to do. Let me give you something else you can make fun of me for. It's always going to be room temp, by the way. Oh, water? Yeah, of course. You like cold water? I didn't say I didn't like it. Oh. Counselor. I'm just saying your body doesn't have to heat the water. It's better for you. Never heard that before. Everywhere in Asia, everybody drinks room temp water. I'll tell you this. When I was over in Saudi Arabia with the Marine Corps, it was always warm. Well, because naturally speaking, you know. (laughs) Uh, Let's get to another big one in the swamp on Saturday. It's Utah. Again, we we just talked a little bit about Oregon. They're the third betting favorite in the Pac-12. Yeah. Utah's on, on that short list right there with SC to win the Pac-12 this year. Now, well, we've got to that magical number of three. Yes. We knew it would get there eventually. Correct. It has finally arrived, that total right now at, at 51. So, again, depending on where you might have got this number in the summer, Utah was a dog. Correct. And now, all of a sudden, they've switched the pendulum. It swung to Utah laying three on the road. It's not just any road. It's the swamp. And I, down there in Ocala, Florida, it's a sight to behold if you've never been there before. We know the kids are going to be ready. Will Florida be ready? Are they good enough <laughs> That's here? That's a great question. Right, because I know the fans will be, but is the team ready? Yeah, Billy Napier takes over, comes in from the raging Cajun of Louisiana. He's going to change the culture there. They've got an absolute superstar in Anthony Richardson. If you haven't seen him play, this kid, number 15, big, strong, yep. can absolutely throw the ball all over the place. This was a better team than people probably realized last year. Didn't have the record necessarily that kind of justifies when you look at their numbers offensively and defensively. They've always got athletes. They've got playmakers around. But Brandon Shorter, to me, and Richardson have formulated a pretty good relationship on the outside, short of the Penn State transfer. He's got good size. This is going to be a fun game to watch. Dave, this, to me, is going to be similar to that backyard brawl where you're going to have some opportunities for some in-game numbers of catching far better numbers Mm. than minus three on Utah. You probably get Florida at some point in time plus a bigger number. You'll probably get Utah at a shorter number. So if you don't like it from the jump, I would sit there and say wait and see what happens. We've got some great opportunities. This is a night game. I didn't realize it was a night game. I thought it was going to be a 3.30 afternoon, uh, 7 o'clock uh, in Gainesville at uh, still Ben Hill Griffin Stadium there, I think, right, I think Kelly? It's still Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Ben Hill Griffin Stadium. Stadium yeah. It's a long day of drinking for those Florida <laughs> students. Oh, my well, God. The best college bar I've ever been to is the Swamp. And then you could go from the Swamp to the other Swamp, and I'm sure they will be doing that during the day and then going over at night. What are you looking for in-game? Because you nailed this yesterday, and hopefully you were watching Big Vets yesterday, where you're anticipating something to get the better of the number a little bit later on as it goes on. If you're seeing Utah laying three, are you rooting for the Utes to get out early? So then that number might go up. Let's say Utah goes up 7 nothing and they're laying three. That in-game number could go what high as high theoretically as 
six, seven. Yeah, and then maybe you hop back in on the Gators. Yeah, absolutely. Depending on the scoring, depending on how the game's playing out. If you watched that game yesterday with Purdue, you saw they were the better team in the first half. They give up a horrific oh late touchdown God. at the end of the first half. Terrible. So now you're getting ten and a half, and you sit there and say, look, this team is able to move the football. I should have no qualms about taking the ten and a half in that scenario. So you're looking for how the game is playing out. Was it a one-play busted coverage where you saw it? That's why I went back and watched the Notre Dame-Oklahoma State game, because mm-hmm. I wanted to see how Notre Dame fared offensively against Oklahoma State, who ran a 4-2-5, the same thing Ohio State's going to do. There were a couple of big plays by Sonny Styles in that game early on. And then in the second half, the adjustments were made by Oklahoma State. They shut down Notre Dame, except for the seven points they scored with a minute to go in the second half. So for me, I'm looking for a scenario where how is the offensive line of Utah faring against the Florida defensive line? How is the Gators' O-line faring against the Utah front seven? Um, you know, you lose one of the best linebackers in the country in Devin Lloyd. Uh, but Clark Phillips is a legit big-time secondary player, the sophomore for Utah. Pay attention to him. For me, it's all about that. That's the same thing in that Georgia game. Where are we with the Georgia offensive line versus the Oregon defensive line? Are Flo and Sewell able to get to the linebacker, excuse me, to the running back before they get to that second and third level? Okay, going to talk more college football in a second, but before we get a break, developing situation at the United States Open. Your guy, Andy Murray, has broken Matteo Berrettini. We said the hangdog Italian all of a sudden, so he breaks in game one of the fourth set. Now Murray in the live market. What, plus 250? Plus 185. I, I said to you in the first or second. to one. I, I said to you, first or second game, this guy's coming. He already knows. Mateo went absolutely just off the boil. And Murray's now starting to play out of his mind right now as he t- takes the first break of serve. He's had all match. Very quickly, he's had 10, two set, down two sets to yeah. none, come from behind victories to win in five. Yeah. He's done it four times at the United States Open. We could be embarking on number five. We'll talk more everything when you come back with us right here on Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is football season, and bettors know that this is when the money is made. Nobody knows football like VSIN, and now's the time to become a VSIN subscriber and get our comprehensive college and pro football betting guides. Only VSIN subscribers get all the tools to prep for college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats, power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, divisional finishes, and player awards. You can sign up early for a discount at $175. You can see Receive both guides and full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl or join us for just $40 a month and see everything VEASAN has to offer to help up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network. Back alongside of Marshall, I am Dave Ross. We roll on here on the Big Bets on VEASAN. Right now, break back. Murray gave up that break to Bertini on serve, won all. Murray now a $4 betting underdog in that market. We'll keep a watchful eye on there. But we do have Dallin Cuff joining us now. He can, he can be seen on Daily Wager on ESPN. And, of course, you can follow him on Twitter at Dallin Cuff. Dallin, thanks for joining the program. We do want to talk some soccer this weekend. But my first question, it's a simple one. What's wrong with Liverpool? <laughs> I don't think that's a simple question, Dave. I, really, <laughs> I mean, that is uh, – it's been – I don't know if I've been more surprised by any team's performance in all of Europe. And that includes, you know – Brighton, who's been awesome. They've been outstanding. Arsenal, who I'm a supporter of, but it's, they've played really well. Um, but you might have higher expectations for that team. I think Liverpool struggling to get out of second gear. They haven't made many changes. And Son, Sadio Mane was obviously really critical to that team, and people underestimated how important he was. Uh, Bobby Firmino is the same guy he once was. They've had some injury issues in the midfield, which have been critical. Um, and that squad's not refreshed, but there's still that level of expectations and almost excellence you have to put in just to keep pace with Man City. It has been surprising. So, um, there, that goal at the literally at the death the other day that may should have maybe it shouldn't even have been played that corner kick was so far after the you know extra time that was added on there our injury time that was added on I think this team is a is still going to find their form they just may find it too late to, to or give drop too many points that can actually contend for the title in the end because they've struggled to say the least off yep. the jump plus six fifty right now to win the whole thing if you want to hop on Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dan, I thought you brought up a few great points I want to address real quick. I thought the loss of Sadio Mane was huge. I think he gets so under, uh, just overlooked or undervalued because of how good Mo Salah is, and I thought that was a huge loss. 
Uh, the other thing you, you brought up, another good point, is this team has just kind of been the same team since they had their dominance a couple of years ago. Not too many changes, but they're getting a little bit older. We'll see if things get turned around there. You mentioned you're an Arsenal guy. I want to ask you about the Gunners. Mikel Arteta was on the verge of getting run out. Now, all of a sudden, can this team legitimately win after 38 games? Can they win the EPL? I mean, look, the way they're playing right now, I think it's hard to sit there and bet against them. You know, I, this is this is where the this is where the uh, the heart and the head are. In a, I'm, I'm in conflict right now because I would love to just bet the farm on them and just be like all in from the jump. But uh, I don't think over 38 games they're going to ultimately be able to beat City to the line. That said, I do think they're. I bet them uh, preseason. I was on with you guys saying uh, in a different uh, show, but saying, hey, you know, put them in the top four. I liked them and plus 165 at the time uh, before we kicked the ball. I thought they were going to get in the top four. And when you watch all or nothing now, if you're watching that Amazon series, it's funny to go back and see what Edu and Arteta were thinking two summers ago and where they were actually trying to build this team and get young and have guys who are fully on board. The Aubameyang situation, how much Arteta said he is corrosive, he cannot be part of this club. I don't care how many goals he scores, he cannot be part of it. And they, they believed in their manager, they stuck with him, as much as me and other Arsenal fans had been up and down, to say the least, over the last year and change. Uh, it's coming to fruition. All these young guys have continued to develop. He's believed, uh, breathed belief into them. Guys like Ramsdell, Ben White, Party have been huge additions to the squad. So right now, I think they're going to be they're not they're they're going to get the top four. Like I said, I just don't think they're going to win as many games as necessary to keep pace with City. Because City always beats what they're supposed to beat. Even you saw the Newcastle game the other day; that, that, they dropped two points there. That was surprising. But for those part, they do that. As late to Arsenal, they've done it to this point. But guys, we're going to find out. I'm not about United. I'm not worried about United this weekend. Win or lose, I think they're going to win that game. Uh, I like that as a. Uh, I draw no bet. It's basically minus 110 right now on the two-way market. So I like Arsenal a lot against uh, United this weekend. But once you hit October 1st, I think it's Tottenham, City, uh, Leeds, and then uh, Liverpool. Three games, four of those games in like, in, like, in like 12 days. We'll know exactly where they're at by come, come October 15th, I believe it is. Dallin, obviously when you look at Man City, the $3 betting favorite to win the Premier League, nobody wants to play the, the, the favorite on the board. They'd like to find that plus value somewhere down the board. But – Forget that for a second. Is that is that priced accordingly? Should they be a three dollar betting favorite? Well, before the season, guys, I was big on Liverpool because Liverpool you were getting at plus one fifty to plus two hundred where you were looking at, and and City at the time I believe was like minus one sixty. Um, and I just thought there'd be such a tight two horse race that if you're going to give me that type of plus money on a Liverpool team that, that obviously can compete with City has done it, and actually when those numbers came out, that was still right after the Community Shield game where. Liverpool did beat City in what was a shockingly competitive game, usually the, an exhibition. That was a very competitive game where they ran their best 11s out there and teams really played, and Liverpool beat them. So I was pretty big on Liverpool. Here, yes, yeah, City is deserving of it. And, and the, the reason is, I, I thought this too, I thought Erling Holland would take some time to get going. I thought it would take some time to find his groove within how they're going to play with this really, he's an alien guy. I mean, he's six foot four, 180, holding guys off, running by guys, beautiful touch, finish either foot. His movement is outstanding. Like he's just—he he is what you want in a striker. And it was always wondering if, if Pep got that kind of striker, what would he be able to do with him? We saw Ibrahimovic in years past, or Samueletto may have not worked out to the same level people had thought. This looks like it could be scary. And, and that's in terms of scoring goals. Defensively, they've been pretty good. They've got three clean sheets out of five matches. That's one bet I really like um, this weekend: a City to win against Villa uh, to nil. So you can get them to nil plus one thirty-five. If you just go clean sheet, I think it's down to plus one ten. But I think City's winning that game, so I'm taking them to nil. Um, and that, that's where I, I think they're just, they are that deserving. I think they are just a cut above everybody else and, and right now, and Liverpool included. Dallin, I want to go to the Bundesliga. You've got a plan, Bayer Leverkusen, coming up this weekend against Freiburg in this matchup. And here's why I have a little bit of an objection to this one. I watched <laughs> them play against okay. Hoffenheim. Holy cow. Yep. Le- Leverkusen, yeah. I, I don't know, maybe some point in time this year they might decide to defend. They, they, they were much better against mine. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm basically yeah. based on the fact that they were so bad in the first couple games. It was abysmal. We just said how shocking Liverpool's performance was. Leverkusen not on the continental stage at all, but they are a Champions League team almost every year. They at least compete right. for it every year. They're in it this year, and they were god-awful. You're right. They were terrible. Now, they've got their stuff together a little bit. Uh, the Mines performance was much better. They, they were up 3-0 before the red cards came in, and they controlled that game pretty much start to finish. They're going to be at home against the Freiburg team that, yes, is, is in the top five in the table, but Freiburg's beaten teams that I think are 12th, 14th, and Bochum, which is last in the, in the Bundesliga. So they've practiced some points against some really below-average teams, and I think Leverkusen's going to start to turn the screws a little bit. I think they're minus 110. You get them at a, that's a good price for a team that I think should be, should be favored and should win that match at home 
as they start to move in the right direction. Because in earnest, they have to if they want to compete for the Champions League spots for next year. Yeah, you can you can get them at a pick and price, whereas uh, Freiburg coming back at plus two eighty, the draw plus two seventy five. There, uh, I want to ask you quickly about the Champions League. Uh, a friend of mine thinks PSG's got a great shot this year. He says this team's just got a different look. They seem like they're a little bit uh, more engaged. Do you have anyone that you particularly like, or is there any team that might catch your fancy based on the numbers you've seen so far, or should we just kind of pay attention to the usual suspects? Two to three teams from England, the two clubs from obviously from uh, Spain, and then. Uh, obviously, uh, Bayern Munich as well. Yeah, when I look at the like, in terms of just, here's my assessment of the Champions League, guys, in all honesty, is if I'm betting now, I'm leaning towards teams that are outside the Premier League. Sure. It is way harder to, to, to win that league, that competition, while a lot of those teams tend to go deep in the FA Cup run and run to the Champions League. Now, we've seen City get there to the final. Obviously, we've seen Chelsea win it all. Um, but that year, Chelsea won. They kind of, you know, they, they kind of shut down the Premier League season toward the end. They've done that a couple times. But Mourinho won, you know, almost a decade ago. Similarly, they were kind of, you know, their their position within the Premier League was kind of blocked, so you can move your attention to the Champions League. Um, but I think in terms of this this grouping right now, I, PSG. The thing about them is different. Is they really don't have much competition in the French league. They can shut it down when they can when those pictures fit tight. And guys, we're about to run. All a whole group stage before we kick off a game, a ball in the uh, in the in the uh, World Cup. I mean, these fixtures are going to come fast and thick. So when you play in a weaker league, that helps you early on. It's going to help you, I think, when you get to the spring when it really matters. You're playing another big boy. So if I'm laying any money, I would look at PSG and they look better. But I'm still not fully sold on that team. Always think Byron's going to be in the mix. They've looked outstanding. I do think Mane helps them. We talk about Mane losing Liverpool. He helps them. I think guys are really falling into their roles defensively. They look better. So if I'm looking at teams right now from a long shot. It's those two, and Barca is in the mix there. Real Madrid has not gotten quite off the boil quite yet, and I do like what Barcelona looks like right now, but I think they still might be a little too inexperienced in some key roles to get there. Uh, but Bayern would probably be my most lock bet to at least get to the semifinals uh, because they're, just, they're very German in their approach. They're very systematic in how they get there and how they get things done. When they get out before the semifinals, it's a bit of a surprise. And the same thing, they're going to win that league for the 11th straight year, which is just bananas. Hey, Down, I really appreciate the time, man. Great conversation. And could you do me a favor when you're over there uh, on the Daily Wager and just keep my guy Tyler Fulgham in check? I know it's not easy to do. It is not easy to do, but i got to keep Joe's beard and I mean, my mustache in line, too. I mean, that, that <laughs> thing has got a mind of its own right now. It really does. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. I enjoy everything uh, this weekend and for the upcoming season. Anytime, fellas. Be well. Thank you. There he is, Dallin Cuff. Everybody follow him on Twitter, at Dallin Cuff. All right, we've got uh, some drama right now in that fourth set at Flushing Meadows. They are knotted up at two between Andemarie and uh, Matteo Berrettini. So we'll keep you updated of those live prices as they bounce around a little bit. It's always fun having stuff going on as we're doing the show. And also take our final look as we get ready for a what could be a wild college football week number one in totality. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. So, how much of an expert are you? We'll make Cobra Kai season five predictions and fight for a share of 5K in cash prizes. Join the Cobra Kai The Dojo Challenge and enter your predictions before the Season 5 premiere on September 9th to take your free shot at the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash Cobra Kai now to join the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com for details. That might have been my favorite read of all time. Sweep the leg, Dave. Oh, my God. Like, by the way, <laughs> for those that don't know, and Kelly clearly does know, I can't wait for season five. I'm all in. Uh, the original Karate Kid's one of the best movies of all time, as I've told my buddy Tim Doyle many times. It's not a movie about karate. It's a movie about life. Oh, you, you right? It's a movie. Getting deep with Dave Ross. That's what you do. That's what, <laughs> what the original Karate Kid, what? Don't tell me you haven't seen it. I've seen it. I just don't remember. I saw it, like, when you it mean, came don't out in 84, 84, 85. Johnny Lawrence? Listen, Mr. Miyagi, uh, there's some college <laughs> there <you> football. Go. <laughs> Come on. I'll never have balanced that for, way. Not first of all, first of all, that's, not, guys, even, not, that's not even a real move. All you do is take out the guy's leg in one second. Uh, it's like it's like that and then the flying V and the Mighty Ducks. Like, yeah. come on, if we're going to make up sports hey, the, things. The, the, the best thing in the Mighty Ducks is when the kid's doing the blowfish on the limo window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never understood why, why Daniel wasn't disqualified for a head kick. Yeah. But somehow he won the All Valley Karate Championship. You you can you can't make contact with the head in the tournaments. You can though. At least you get a quick roundhouse up there. Oh, that's legal. Yes. Ooh. By the way, that's the problem. Sorry, with, karate expert. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I know that like I would never fight you because I can't. My legs don't go very high at all. But there's like when I watch oh, mixed yeah. martial arts, and I can't wait obviously for the UFC uh, card tomorrow in Paris. It's the head kicks that you don't see coming. Ask Kamara Usman, who's no longer the champion, 170 pounds, because Leon Edwards hit him with a perfect kick in a fight he was losing terribly, but it was that one kick, one head kick, fight over, new champion. That's exactly what Johnny Lawrence did, or what, what Daniel did to Johnny Lawrence at the All Valley. Notre Dame and Ohio State, is that the game of the week for you? Because I think you look at Notre Dame and you go, boy, 17 points for the fight in Irish. Feel like a lot of points, but you're going to the shoe. And we know that Ohio State might have historically a great offense. That's what we're talking about with Ryan Day and company. How do you look at this and that high total of 59? Uh, in terms of this total, I'm leaning towards the over. I think mm. the Buckeyes offense is going to be able to flourish. But when you say game of the weekend, how do you define it? See, there's a couple different ways. For, well, I'm, for you, I'm, I know your affinity for Ohio State. What is it the one you're looking forward to the most? No, for me, Ooh. it's about the which is my favorite game to bet on the weekend. I don't have an overwhelming game this weekend. Okay. I, I love the Illini, but not like I mean, we're gonna get we'll get into a situation when we get into October and November. You're like. Yo, it doesn't matter what else is going on. This is the game. This is what I'm watching. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to this game just because of the tradition. Can't stand Notre Dame. I haven't beaten the Buckeyes since 1936. But I, the game that I'm – Is that right? Yeah. 1936? They've only played four times since then. Uh, but it just sounds better when you say it that way. Uh, but the game – the two games that I'm really looking forward to this weekend, Utah-Florida. Yeah. And I, I'm really looking forward to Oregon-Georgia. Hmm. I, I think that's going to be an interesting game. But this one – for me, Dave, it's going to come down to can Notre Dame's offense keep pace or slow down the tempo enough to keep Ohio State's offense off the field? No matter how good Notre Dame's defense is, Spencer Sanders, he was the one area where he's got an advantage over C.J. Stroud is his mobility to run the ball. But Ohio State, with the receiving core that Man. they have, with the offensive line, Notre Dame's got a very good defensive front, but I think Ohio State's a little bit too deep there. 
if I were to bet this game, I didn't bet this game. And I'm not going to either way simply because I don't have an edge one way or the other. I feel like I, I think the number's right. I think Ohio State could blow their doors off, but at the same time, I think Notre Dame could easily lose this game by 10 or 11 points. I don't think they can win the game. Well, And that's an interesting thought process there that you said, well, I'm not going to play it because the number feels right. Yeah. Right? So Correct. if the number feels right, that's the games you stay away from. Wonderful summation of what we talked about between the Penn State uh, game against Purdue, the Pittsburgh game against West Virginia, and, then, and this and game, they, absolutely. The, the numbers were perfect. Yes. They were spot on. Yes. So you're trying to identify those games where you don't have to sweat out the half points. You're looking for the discrepancy which you believe to be far off compared to what they've kind of created the line at. Exactly right. Great, great point uh, as well. We'll get to some of those pro tips a little bit later on in this segment. Uh, but again, FSU against LSU here. And uh, you look at Florida State now on the road against those uh, Bengal Tigers. You got to lay three at home. What do you make of LSU? Game number one for Brian Kelly. Expectation levels, maybe not as high as they will be. They're always high down there in Baton Rouge. But still, maybe they'll, they're going to get higher. Boy, this feels low if you like LSU. It does feel low if you like LSU. Now, remember, they're playing in the Superdome, which is a huge advantage. Think about this. There are three national titles that they've won in the last 20, uh, 20 years. All three of them came with the victory in the Superdome. So, obviously, a huge edge there. Dave, the big concern that I have when I look at this Tigers team, mm-hmm. where are we getting the consistency at the quarterback position? Jaden Daniels, the Arizona State quarterback. I, I'm going to tell you right now, if you watched him play at Arizona State, you sat there and say, oh, he looks good. He's, he's making plays, but then there was always this like, eh, he just doesn't seem to be able to put it together consistently. That's kind of how I feel with him. Defensively, he presents some challenges, though. Because of his mobility, I think he can be very difficult to match up with, so that's something to pay attention to. Um, I initially was looking at LSU, and I said, you know what, I'm going to stay off of this game, wait, maybe an in-game opportunity develops here. But Florida State having a game under their belt – I like Jordan Travis. I don't know, Kelly, what your take on Jordan Travis is. I think he's a little bit better than he gets credit for. I'm not saying he's in the great quarterbacks of the lineage of what we've seen at Florida State, yeah. but I think he's a decent to solid quarterback. I covered him in high, when he was playing high school ball, which seems like forever ago because <laughs> he's been transferring all yeah. over the place. Amal, I think he's the best. I think he's going to be the best quarterback they've had there this season. I think you're going to see the best quarterback play at Florida State you've seen since Jameis Winston. The right. rest of the team, I can't tell you what the heck they're going to do, but I think you're going to get solid quarterback play this year from Jordan Travis. That boy, high expectations right there. And again, I know Brian McFadden, of course, Florida State alum. He is high on him as well. To uh, to Kelly's points there. So, boy, it feels like if the Florida State plus three, would you? Dab on the money line if you like the Seminoles, or would you yeah, yes. feel better with the three in pocket? Well, you know, for me, look, I'm a guy that would be more likely to take the plus 130. Because, again, my argument is, yes, you can get the push, which obviously is a good in the sense to get the refund. But what is my premise here? I'm taking Florida State to lose by one or two points. Right. Uh, and in that case, I'm not interested in the game if I think it's going to be that tight. These types of low numbers, Dave, I'm taking the money line on teams. You know, the other thing is, let's say you've got a team catching seven and a half. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head right now that you might like that's getting that type of number. Well, we had West Virginia yesterday. Yeah, perfect example, right? And I know they didn't end up winning the game, but that could have gone either way. Oh, yeah. If you took the Mounties on a plus price and you, let's say you had taken Purdue money line, I mean, all of a sudden, you t- and you just say, yeah, you know what, I'm going to bet them both straight and then I'm going to parlay them. You talk about a hit and a half. I, I mean, not just because you win the straights and the parlay, but the point being is sometimes when you take these dogs and these plus money prices, people always put these money line parlays together with these favorites. Take some of these dogs, you're going to hit some monster bets. It's another uh, great pro tip. And by the way, that was one of our pro tips this hour, and it was college football related, and it does involve teasers. And I'm all basically, you're looking at the prices, and they're a little bit too high for your blood, and it's mm-hmm. a good reason why you should not tease college football. Yeah, it's just a long-term, it's a losing proposition. You might have a uh, one-off where you can do well with it. And look, I don't think there's anything where you should say never, ever. Right. I just think that certain scenarios, look, if you've got a, you know, the old days back 2015, 17, 18, 19, when LSU was playing Alabama, they'd be tight games. You know, you could make the argument there. But overall, I think it's just a good habit to get out of because I know a lot of people, what they get in the habit of in the NFL, they look at a line and they immediately move it six to seven points just based on a teaser mm. instead of looking at the line straight up. And I think college football – there's so many opportunities with the way these teams have such a talent discrepancy. Um, but this is going to be, a I, I, listen, another game that I'm looking forward to. Now, this is not the level of the old Florida State LSUs that you're used to, but this should still be a lot of fun Sunday in the Superdome. Uh, it should be a good one. Uh, absolutely. So, again, that was our pro tip for this hour. We'll try to do one of those per hour, and those are available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only 
at VEASAN.com. So a very good pro tip there. Very quickly, you did like Illinois yeah. against Indiana. We discussed that a little bit earlier. And again, that number has moved a little bit here. I, I believe Indiana was as high as a three-point favorite. They're down to a point and a half. But it feels like that's the right side that the money's coming on because you do like the line on it in this I, one. I do, and the, really the reason is just going against Indiana. This is a team in seven of their last eight games that I alluded to. They scored 53 points. You throw in the 35 against Maryland. Mm-hmm. They scored 88 points in their final eight games. I mean, this is a team that was averaging 11 points. Uh, I think the fact that Tommy DeVito got off to a fast start helps immensely for the Illini. If he can just be half as efficient as he was in that game against the Wyoming Cowboys, I think they could go into Bloomington and walk out with a victory. The other thing is Bielema is going to want to control the uh, ball on mm-hmm. the ground. This was not a bad Illini defense last year, Dave. They were in the top 50 in college football in terms of total defense. I think they ranked 46th. So this is a team that can present some problems for you. You lose Penix, he transfers over to Washington. Um, I, I'm not necessarily sold on this team from an offensive standpoint. Some question marks there. Uh, so, And you lose your best playmaker last year in uh, Freifogel. So I, I think this is a good opportunity for the Illini going on the road. Uh, very quickly in the final seconds that we have, uh, JVT, Matt Brown coming up next here on the network. Are we still talking Serena Williams Monday when we do the show? You know, I didn't look who she plays against with Ilya Tomlianovic. I think she gets past Tomlianovic because she can be inconsistent at times, but she has the power to challenge Serena uh, it, the draw is wide open. I, I just don't think there's a ton of great players right now. Serena could really make a deep run here. By the way, on serve right now in that fourth set between Andy Murray and Matteo Berrettini. Murray now a $5 underdog, but he's on serve, down 3-4 in it. want to thank uh, uh, Dallin Cup for joining the program as well. Fun first week. We'll be back on Monday here on Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.